In this sit down, I promise to stand on everything that I say. One more time for season one. What do you say we get right on into it? Yes, thank you for your applause, it's me again, we right back in this thing for another week Welcome to a new episode of the Stand On It Podcast, I am your host, Truth Let me let it be known, this is the last episode in season one Season two, we're going to take off a month and come back with season two With even better content, even better uh, setup. And even more to talk about and even more guests that you want to hear from and some of you have reached out saying you want to be. Today's show, i going to let you know, as always, it will uh, contain some explicit content. So make sure you conduct yourselves accordingly with how you want to take in this content or if you don't want to take it in or not. So what we're going to do at the end as well, um, I'm going to review and play some clips from our top four episodes in season one. We're going to revisit those for any new listeners we have. We appreciate everybody who's been checking in, um, sharing content, giving feedback, um, liking, rating, whatever you're doing. We appreciate it. Those who aren't doing anything, we appreciate you as well because it means you're being consistently true to yourself. You're not doing anything for yourself, so I definitely wouldn't expect you to be doing anything for me. So carry on. All right, so we're going to get right into this thing and bow. We can only really be happy, truly happy, when we live in total integrity with ourselves, when we're really open and honest and transparent. And this is because... We human beings need the truth like we need food. And we are starving for the truth. It's dinner time. Yeah. So, the first topic I got is an unpopular fact for tonight. Um, starving for the truth. So, I hear this word all the time. That, well, this phrase. The latest I've heard it was... Um, they were talking about the CDC and some of the things it was talking about as far as um, the virus goes and some of the misinformation that came out and somebody, instead of acknowledging what was what was wrong and what happened, they just simply said, oh, it was a breakdown in communication. Um, I've heard this phrase so many times in life um, when something goes wrong and you got two people that may not, nobody might not want to take responsibility. This is the go-to phrase. Oh, simply a breakdown in communication. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Is it actually a breakdown in communication? And if so, what is a breakdown in communication? Well, I could tell you this. Uh, 
I don't believe it was a breakdown in communication because I believe um, it's just simply what was being said by one of the parties or multiple parties involved. It was just wasn't interesting to someone. So they kind of tuned out. They didn't pay attention to it. And doing a little research on it, um, one of the things that a management study did it said communication breakdown occurs if there is wrong perception by the receiver. So wrong perception would be uh, you perceived it to be one way or you thought it was one way and it was another way. I may can, can take that as an answer. But for me, it's just simple. The breakdown in communication occurs when whatever is being talked about is not of interest to the person who's receiving the message or the person who's receiving the message may not like the message that's uh, being relayed. So a breakdown in communication happens when they check out. Um, so really don't fall for that as an excuse. What needs to happen is a level of accountability as to just being real, like, nah, I checked out. or And, and I've started telling people that. You know, we're talking about something, I'll be like, hey, man, I checked out. Let's move on to something else. Um, because either it's completely non-interesting or uh, I could tell you're not being genuine or, or you're being dishonest in what you're talking about. Or I see it's just you not taking accountability for what needs to be uh, taking accountability for. So I'm not going to give people the pass where, oh, it's just a breakdown in communication. No. If you're talking on the phone with someone and their call drops because they're in a bad service area, okay, that's a breakdown in communication. Uh, if you're talking to someone in person and they receive a call and they have to immediately leave because it's an emergency and y'all don't finish the conversation, we could chalk that up to a breakdown in communication. But when you're standing there having a conversation, y'all complete the conversation, and then you revisit it or, or try and clarify understanding and the person doesn't know what you were talking about, that's not a breakdown in communication. That is, what you were talking about was not of interest to the person that you were uh, sending the message to. They were not receiving it for various reasons, whether, again, not interested or simply they ain't like what you was talking about. Now, while we're talking about communication, Jesus, I put a post on uh, Facebook and I said, and, and the reason why it came up is uh, someone asked me if I had a laptop. L-A-B-T-O-P, laptop. And this is not the first time I've heard this word uh, be used wrong by others as well. So what I did is I copied the dictionary uh, pronunciation and meaning of laptop. And I, I posted it on Facebook. I say this word just tears a hole in a lot of y'all's ass. Notice there is no B. Let's say it together. Laptop. One more time. Laptop. L-A-P. Top. Not L-A-B-T-O-P. Laptop. So 
Several people uh, responded and said, thank you. Somebody said, this is a huge pet peeve of mine. Um, somebody said, I swear that laptop drives me crazy. Um, somebody else put, uh, can I ask you to do X next? Uh, can you also do ambulance? Um, so it got the wheels to churning, and I started thinking about words that just, just tears a lot of y'all up. And I'll see you post it, and it'll completely change the meaning of something if you're not using it correctly. So let's go over a few of these. All right. The simple ones are two, two, and two. Two, two, and two. I've seen I want to go to, meaning as well, which should be T-O-O, spell two. That would be, to use that one properly, would be go to hell. That would be T-O, not T-O-O. So go to hell would be T-O. I want to go to hell too would be T-O-O. And two of y'all are going to hell would be T-W-O and T-O-O. I mean, I'm sorry, T-W-O and T-O. Let's try it again. Two of y'all are going to hell too. T-W-O, T-O, and two and T-O-O. Some of y'all just completely tear that up, and it's the simplest form other word the next one that's like nails on a on a chalkboard to me you're special which you'll spell y-o-u-r that's your as in yours as in that belongs to you your special would be y-o-u apostrophe r-e which is you are, you are special, not you're special or you're special. I don't know why that word just tears y'all to pieces, but it does. It's, it just, I don't know. It just comes in there and just devours everything and everybody trying to use it. Uh, probably seeing this posted, I would say if I saw this posted 10 times a day, nine times it's wrong. So let's do better with that. Here's the next one. I'm going to do this irregardless. I'm going to do this irregardless. It's regardless. Irregardless is, I think we just start throwing that out there. It sounded good. Um, irregardless. No, let's use regardless. There's another one that's just tearing holes and asses. Desserts versus desert. I want to have cake for dessert would be with two S's. I want to take a trip through the desert would contain one S. I see people post, uh, it's on my bucket list to drive through the desert and put two S's. So what dessert do you want to drive through? I've seen people po post, uh, I'm having red velvet cake. 
for desert. So are you having some hot, dry-ass red velvet cake that's desert-like because the word is just tearing you up and you're just using it wrong? And it may sound like a small thing, but if you use the word wrong out of connotation, it could completely just change the meaning of what you're trying to say. So let's go to another pair. Heel versus heel. Okay. H-E-E-L would be uh, some shoes, women's shoes. They have a heel on them, high heels. Or you can even say it in North Carolina, tar heels. Now, when you're talking about H-E-A-L, it means to make better, um, to repair. That's heel. I've even seen somebody say, um, I went to the doctor to heal me. And they spelled it H-I-L-L. That would be like uh, a rise in the earth, um, not quite big enough for a mountain, but it would be a rise in the earth. That's that type of hill. You completely use that out of context. All right. Let's get down to one of the last ones here. Receive. Receive just tears a lot of y'all up, and I don't understand why, because from elementary school, I was taught a riddle how to remember to spell receive, which may be why I was spelling bee champ for numerous years, but we're not going to get into that. I'm not trying to toot my own horn for you non-spellers, but I before E, except after C, or when it says A, as in neighbor or way. Okay. One more time. I before E. Except after C. Or when it says A. As in neighbor or way. Alright. So with that being said. Proper spelling of receive. Would be R-E-C-E-I-V-E. Following. The I before E. Except after C. So. That's another one. Um, I told you, I like to make sure every episode you're getting some type of education. And I have to admit, some of y'all say a lot of real shit sometimes on social media. You'll type out a real post that says some real shit. If there is a misspelled word, I will not hit the heart. I, because at that point, I'm encouraging you, and you can call me the grammar police. You can call me whatever. I make mistakes, too, um, which is I know some of y'all have to see the red line that's put under whatever you're typing, and you just ignore it. You just act like the iPhone or whatever you're typing on has it wrong. They don't know how to spell. You're the one that knows how to spell. They're telling you, hey, asshole, you're Typing out the wrong word. Tap right here and we'll correct it for you. But no, you just go ahead and do whatever you're doing. Um, so if I see you type something real, it could be the realest thing I've ever seen. Whatever. I'm not hitting like if you have a, a misspelled word. I'm not going to do it. Um, because we have to do better in how we're presenting ourselves. Especially with these simple words and phrases that just continues to tear a hole in y'all's ass. Um, you got to do better with that. Um, don't, I know a lot of you may not be educated, but you know, you don't have to 
let everybody know you're not educated. All right, so check this out. I'm going to start this segment, and I'm going to continue it going into season two. So when I posted uh, last week about pastors, but people been inboxing me all kind of stories about stuff pastors are doing, been sending me YouTube videos, all of that. So I'm going to start a new segment called Pastors Pastoring. Yes, Pastors pastoring. So as y'all send me these things, I'm going to start sharing them, talking about them on the episode with pastors pastoring because these pastors need to stop it. First one we got with pastors pastoring. I'm just going to, you know what? I'm just going to play it for you. Here we go. Pastors pastoring. Let's get to it. Adults locked in a basement and denied basic care. The shocking discovery happening in Spalding County and police say the man running it used faith to exploit the victims. CBS 46 and Zach Summers digging into the disturbing details of the discovery. Zach, this all started with a 911 call. Yeah, paramedics were called. They were called to the pastor's home here in Griffin last Thursday. Someone inside the house was having a seizure, but EMS couldn't get to that person because police say the individual was locked in the basement. Paramedics, they climbed through a window. They found out there was more than just one person down there. Heartbroken that that would happen so close to our home. Kim Brooks has never met her neighbors across the way on Valley Road in Griffin, but looking back, she says there were a few things that gave her pause. You could tell there were more people there than probably should be there, um, just even based on the amount of, 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 of trash that they had every week. According to Griffin Police, the homeowners, Curtis Bankston and his wife, were operating an unlicensed group home under the guise of their church, One Step of Faith, which is located in Atlanta. I don't think we ever assumed that it was necessarily a group home. Investigators found eight mentally or physically disabled people locked in the basement of the Bankston's home on January 12th. The investigation also revealed the couple was controlling the individual's finances, medications, and public benefits. Police say some were even denied medication and medical care. One night. Brooks recalls one evening when an elderly man with a walker knocked on her door. He was locked and the address he gave her turned out to be the Bankstons. And we walked together and, and we got down to the house and, um, and then he did not go into the front of the house. He said he had to go behind the house. But it makes me sad that he could have been in a situation where he was not being taken care of well. Oh, man. All right, so uh, pastor's pastoring. Um, Curtis Bankston and 56-year-old Sophia Sim Bankston in Griffin, Georgia, took it upon themselves to start a nursing home under the guise that it was under their ministry as well. Um, and they had these folks locked in the basement. And they were also, while they were locked in the basement, they were utilizing, taking their uh, benefits and using it for themselves. Um, and it's it's just sad, you know. And... Again, I know for a fact that some of y'all who had family members living down in that basement, you probably didn't do your research. You just went off 
that oh this is a pastor so it i mean it, it has to be good this, this this pastor would never do anything like that y'all got to knock it off you got to start doing your research and asking questions because apparently uh pastor bankston uh take the stun off his name he was trying to get that bank that's what his focus was he wasn't worried about your loved ones he was trying to get that bank and y'all got to pay attention to stuff like that. Now, this is the one that takes the cake that somebody sent me. All right. So we're not going to play all of this because it gets very weird. But when you hear this, Jesus Christ. Let that sperm of that man out. Out! Out, you demo! Out! Late, let go, let go, let go! Let go! You delivered me two Sundays back, then a demon came with his penis and put it in my mouth. And and then he tried, he came again and he slept with me last week. And I, I told the, the pastor that I need deliverance again. And since then my private part has been itching. It's been itching. Yes. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Speak. Who are you? Who are you? Alright, so I'm gonna stop this foolishness now. Cause it, it got extremely weird, the video. This lady. I season two, I'm glad I'm gonna do the visual. Y'all have to see this. The the pastor has her. Uh, simulating that she's giving head in front of the whole congregation. And as she's giving head, her mouth becomes filled with saliva. And he brings a trash can over and says, spit out the semen of this demon. And she's spinning the trash can like the demon that nutted in her mouth. And the congregation is just like, yes. And he's telling the demon to get out. And she said that the demon came and stuck his dick in her mouth and fucked her. And ever since that's happened, her private part has been itching. So the pastor tapped her on the head and told the demon to get out. Now, this pastor's pastoring, this is performing. This is not teaching the word, any of that. If this lady really had this type of this is something you handle in private you talk about this in private do you can you imagine if let's say you're in church with one of your loved ones whether it be your mama your old lady your sister and they get up talking this shit do you know how embarrassing that would man listen you sitting there and they talking about uh, a demon that came and stuck dick in their mouth and the preacher tell them to get up and give head and then spit out semen in front of everybody. It's kids in there. 
And this is the kind of foolishness that y'all go sit down and listen to and pay to listen to. Absolute foolishness. When I got, when, when the person sent me this video, I was just, at first, I was in disbelief. But then again, I had to check myself. Because there's nothing that happens anymore that shocks me. I mean, this was just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. But hey, that's pastor's pastoring. All right. Next thing we're going to do as we keep this rolling here, we're going to talk about how sometimes you have to know when you're thinking too much of yourself. And then sometimes you have to understand as well, we're in a new age now. This next story I'm about to tell you is little bank takes big bank. Yeah. Even though you might have a certain dollar amount to your name, you got to have that name to go at that dollar amount before you go making demands thinking, oh, well, this is going to happen. Let me tell you something. It's a classic example of this. All right. So Neil Diamond, uh, which I, I remember vaguely like he was this this old singer, um, you know, what I mean, like Canadian American singer, uh, you know, um, I, I think I remember like my grandmother or somebody playing one of his songs one time. I remember he had like a really high pitched voice. Um, but anyway, Neil Diamond says, I'm worth 200 million and my name is fucking Neil Diamond and I'm going to make a demand. So Neil Diamond is upset with Joe Rogan. For all of you who don't know Joe Rogan, Joe Rogan has one of the biggest podcasts in the world. Um, and he was paid by Spotify like $100 million to sign a contract to keep doing this podcast. Joe Rogan getting big dollars off podcasting. Joe Rogan also is very vocal about the misinformation given about COVID, um, how the government is uh, going against all things scientific. He's very vocal about an agenda that's being pushed. He's just, he debunks all of the theories that are put out there, all of the information. Nah, he ain't going for it. So Neil Diamond hops out there and says, hey, I'm going to give Spotify ultimatum. You keep Joe Rogan or you keep me. You cannot have both. I'm doing this because Spotify is spreading fake information about vaccines, potentially causing death to those who believe the disinformation being spread by them. Huh. Neil Diamond, worth $200 million, went and said, you choose. Joe Rogan, or me. Joe Rogan's net worth is a hundred million. So Neil Diamond is worth twice as much as Joe Rogan. 
Him or me? Well, Spotify said, no problem, Neil Diamond. They took all his shit down off their streaming platform. Let him know, like, you come here with these demands. Are, are you kidding me? Like, and no offense, to be worth $200 million, he has to be a good musician, He whatever it is. You're almost 80 years old, Neil Diamond. Um, the culture this day and age, they don't give a shit about what you got going on. Your age bracket, the, the people who are fans of your music, that you have that fan base. But as far as like the culture now, you can't come in and make those type demands where you're telling them, to choose you or Joe Rogan. You have more money, but Joe Rogan has a bigger platform and way more listeners uh, to his podcast than you're having to your music right now. And see, either yourself or the people who advise you, y'all didn't think this through uh, very well because the majority of your streams was coming from Spotify. Now, you went and fucked up your money because you want to hop out there and you in 200 mil, whatever. You good. Um, you're almost 80. You're not going to spend all that before you check out of here. Um, but you could leave a legacy or, you know, more money, generational wealth, which I'm sure you probably already got that set up as well. But the point is, uh, Neil Diamond, you went and hopped out there thinking, oh, I'm worth 200 million and I'm Neil Diamond. I could give this ultimatum. No, you fucked up your money. And as I'm looking at the article and I'm also listening to uh, the news clip when it came out, they said it would have been thought put to it if someone like uh, Drake or Katy Perry came and made those type demands. They would have thought about it. They're relevant right now to the culture, Neil Diamond. Uh, a lot of people I've seen posted, who the hell is Neil Diamond? I had to refresh. I didn't, and I didn't know he was worth that much money. But Neil Diamond got that bag. But what Neil Diamond doesn't have is that name, that current impact on the culture. And Neil Diamond found that out quick. Spotify had his shit down that same day. You take your whole catalog down go home somewhere, Neil. Come here telling us we got to get rid of Joe Rogan. Who the hell you think you are? It's what they said to you. So that's a lesson that all of us could take. It ain't about who got the most money or this and that. It's about who has the most impact, the name, to go along with that. That's what you got to think about. And it's another great lesson. Before you go make demands and stuff, man, you need to think this stuff through. You need to make sure you know what you're talking about, what's going on. Think it through. Don't just hop out there because you can be, uh, and a lot of y'all who do these things, you don't have 200 million sitting around. You hopping out there saying bullshit with $2. And then you fuck your money up and then you be like, oh, what happened? No, let Neil Diamond be a lesson to you that, yeah, you don't, you don't need to say certain things.
right. So what we're going to do now, we're going to get into our top episodes um, from season one. Our top episodes is what we're going to get into. And when we get into these, we're going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to play a little clip from them, from each one of them for you. So it's going to be our top episodes from season one. Uh, the first one that we have here is I had the good brother Nico Smoke on from uh, Views from the Floor podcast. Shout out to good brother Nico Smoke. And in this episode, we were talking about role reversals. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. Here we go. Let's see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all the tight manly stuff I always came up yeah. around. And it's like, now if you notice stuff, man, like, you see, um, you rarely see a man sometimes driving. Now it's a lot of men on the passenger side. <laughs> more and more. <laughs> For real, like, <laughs> just, start, yeah, just start paying attention when you're riding around. You see a lot of men sitting on the passenger <laughs> side, they girl moving the whip. Um, and then we were talking about, like, well, maybe... They don't have license. Um, because Could I know be. the only time I let my lady drive me around is if I done had too many. That's it. Yeah. There's no other time she like, oh, you get on the passenger side. That you. <laughs> and not for real, though. And I'm with yeah. you. Like, yeah. I, there's, there's just, to me, it's just like a level of masculinity that has gone mm. out the window. Like, that. boy. It is this ever fitting. Like, it's still relevant. Like, uh, I had people tell me, boy, I started noticing it was a lot of men being driven around. It is. And when you talk about masculinity going out the window, my God, man. Like, some of the stuff that I've been seeing as of late, man, uh, one of the biggest ones, not go get all the way into it, but boy. D-Wade's uh, son, daughter, with that Kobe Bryant dress on? Come on, man. Let's, I mean, and I hadn't looked all the way into this, but somebody had sent it to me. I didn't research it because I really didn't want to, and I don't think I really had time either. Apparently, Jeezy just had a new baby. And he's saying that they're not going to um, affiliate it with any particular gender. They're going to allow the child to decide. Come on, man. What are, what are we doing, man? Come on. Um, now I'm, I'm not really understanding what's happening, man. Um, not, not really understanding at all what's happening. But, hey, maybe it's not for me to understand. You know what I mean? Or how people are thinking this is cool. But anyway, we're going to keep right on. Our next one uh, was uh, the No Fear episode, which featured my lady, Vicky Rose. Okay, a Bible thumper. (laughs) A Bible thumper. A Bible thumper told me. We had this conversation today, actually. So this Bible thumper told me that what the Bible says, fear God. But why should you fear God when it says not to 
fear no man, fear no evil, fear no fear nothing. Mm-hmm. So why would you fear God if this man is supposed to be this holy God that you praise? Would you? He said not to praise him. Right. Or why would you fear him? Yeah, That's, but but what I told him is clear. Like you have people who read, and then you have people who understand. Mm-hmm. He reads the Bible, but he don't understand the Bible. So what's your understanding of that word fear God? Fear God. I told him it it references a reverential fear. So when you have a reverential fear for someone, it's you and all that person. You know what I mean? It's like you and all or like you don't want to do anything displeasing. That's reverent. Yeah. So um, that was another great episode um, and still relevant as hell. Um, that fear and and the Bible, like man, it's this dude <clears throat> that stayed near me, and, and he want to talk about the Bible all the time. And just in some of his conversations that I have with him, I have an understanding that he's going to church, and he's what the Bible says about people getting their ears tickled, um, because it's, it's a good feeling. Uh, it's making him feel good what he's hearing, but it lacks understanding. There's no understanding that he's getting. And I could tell because the stuff that he says, um, it's just way off base. Like, how did you get that from that? You know, like, so I know a lot of people have, are claiming high levels of spirituality lately, which is good. You know, um, you, you do need to have like a spiritual Meaning or, or, or something in your life um, Don't get me wrong That's great But What I will say Man make sure You're getting a proper understanding Because If you're getting the wrong understanding All that's gonna do The spirituality that you're taking in Is go agitate your spirit You know If you're getting the wrong understanding So Make sure you get the right understanding um, And if you don't research Meditate on it um, ask around, like talk to others about it, like bounce ideas off each other. What's your understanding of this? You know what I mean? Because I could tell you a lot of what you're hearing in these establishments known as churches are way off base. Like they trying to get a jump and steal the next base off base. So make sure you own it, man. All right. Next one. Time to let the lie go. What I want to get to on this topic is when is it time to let the lie go? Like, and this is just outside of Jesse. This is some of y'all living a facade on social media, uh, living a facade in real life. When is it time to let the lie go? Because Jesse, Jesse didn't know when it was time to let the lie go. And my mom used to always say, if you tell a lie, you got to tell another one to cover up for that one. Jesse just found himself in too deep on the lies, and he couldn't back away. So they started investigating. Yep, definitely did. And you know what? Jesse still has not held himself accountable. Still hasn't. Has not held himself accountable. Uh, It's still rolling. With uh, what he was talking about, that he was attacked, 
Um, some are calling it an injustice. There's no injustice there. The only injustice is what Jesse was doing. Yeah, there's no other injustice. It was all on Jesse for lying. And let me say this. Jesse, Jesse, however you pronounce it, Je uh, is being sentenced here. And I, I think coming up soon. Uh, and I don't wish jail on people uh, because I've been there. And I know, you know, uh, you don't want to see anybody uh, in incarcerated. But I will say this. If they sit Jesse's ass down uh, for a little bit for his lying, I'm not going to share the tear and be sad about it. I'm not going to say free Jesse. I'm not going to post it. I'm not going to heart it if somebody else post it. Just serve your ass right, Jesse. You done wasted all of these resources and kept a lot going. Trying to start a race war off something because you mad they weren't going to give you a, a, a new contract at Empire. Because they told your punk ass you weren't worth that much. And you want to go and try and start something. So, again, whatever you got coming, uh, no pun intended, but... Uh, Jesse, you gotta, you gotta deal with that, you know? Um, so you won't hear free Jesse over here. <laughs> Last one. But this one here started some fires, boy. Uh, I got people who saying they want to come sit down with me. They asked me, was I tripping? Um, told me don't get lost in the sauce, all that stuff. The, this was the episode I did with my man Shy from the Foe. Um, and it was entitled, Racism Doesn't Exist. Let me give you an analogy. You riding through a parking lot. And it's speed bumps all through the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And they stop you. They slow you down. They slow you down. But they can't stop you. That's all these people are, they speed bumps. But they, if you really want to do something now, there are no laws that are in place where a white person has the authority to stop you from doing it. So what do you, so, okay, so what do you say about, like, the justices that is primarily that they can stop you? They can't. So, yeah, that one, boy, that sparked a lot of feedback uh, a lot of confrontation. People like, man, you have lost touch with reality. No. And, and nobody still has not presented to me a law that's set in place for what's considered minorities um, to them. Now, the real minorities are white folks at this time, but people ain't, y'all ain't ready for that conversation. But when you look at black, brown people, when you call them a minority, show me a law. That is targeted to us That says because of the color of your skin You can't come in this restaurant You can't live in this, this house You can't live in this area You can't buy this product They do not exist anymore It used to be racism But now it doesn't exist There are racists You gotta make sure that you understand the difference. There are people who still hold on 
to the times when it was racism. And they still try and personally implement those things. Those are known as racist. But the laws to govern a specific race of people or individual, they no longer exist. There's no racism. Hey, so listen, I have really thoroughly enjoyed um, doing this season. I really enjoyed the interactions I've had um, with you all. I've enjoyed the feedback that I've been getting. Um, it lets me know I'm doing the right thing. It lets me know I got people who respect the messages that I give out. Um, again, I always want to make sure that I'm giving you some kind of content for you to think about. Um, some form of education, um, some form of reflection. Um, I want to be transparent, um, sharing my personal thoughts, um, things that have happened to me personally. Maybe it continue to be a motivation or a comfort to some of the listeners, whatever. Maybe you could share it with somebody who's going through something similar I've gone through. Um, each one, teach one. But Thank you for rocking with me through season one. Uh, I'm going to take a month off and then come back with season two. Uh, in the meantime, I will be releasing other content. But just make sure that you catch up on season one. Um, go back and listen to the episodes. If you caught on to the show late, go back and binge listen. Catch the earlier episodes. Um, I guarantee you will not regret it. Um, as always, subscribe, like, rate, Review. Um, make sure you do that. Uh, let me know how you feel about the content. Let me know if it's something you want to submit. Also, if you want to be a guest, standonitpod at gmail.com. That's standonitpod at gmail.com. Don't hesitate to reach out. This is the last uh, episode in season one, but there's plenty opportunity for you to come sit down, chop it up with me for season two. But just make sure you remember, whatever you do, whatever you say, you got to stand on it. Until then, oh, and shout out my man Juice for the great intro um, that you hear at the beginning and end of the show. Um, people have asked me, several people have asked, hey, man, where's the whole song? Is that a whole song? Hey, we're going to work on it because that should be a whole song. That shit is fire. So shout out Juice. But, hey, till next time.